gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gay-ish. The podcast that's here to tell you, friends don't let friends dry hump. <laughs> Why not? What's the point? You can wet hump. Oh, God. Okay. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We're going to talk about virginity. We're going to talk about virginity. I mean, I assume we're going to talk about losing it. I mean, I I prepared all of my remarks based on s- states whose capitals are Richmond. So... <laughs> How long is your list? Yeah. One thing. Well, long enough. Richmond is the capital of Virginia. It End gets, of segment. It gets the job done. But first. But first. Uh, news stuff. Oh, wait. Should we mention we're going to have some oh, yeah. guests on to t- help us talk about virginity. He said, he said podcast. Ray and Jay. Ray and Jay. Yay. I'm pretty sure they're not virgins because I'm pretty sure they fuck each other. Mm, for sure. At least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now news. What do you mean at least? I mean, they might have fucked other people too. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. And they might presently be... They might presently... We didn't really go into... We had drinks with them. I hope they, they don't try to fuck anybody here. What, well, I I don't want to necessarily fuck them right here on the table, but I would be offended if they didn't ask. Oh, no. It's only polite. We're hosting. I love how crazy you are. It, it makes me so happy. It's like... Oh, you're just going to come hang out and be on my podcast and not ask to fuck Drink me? Drink our alcohol and not Jeez, put out. have some manners. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No one's putting out. I just want them to want to. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. It's, I get it. It's just co- common gay courtesy. I get you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. So first of all, on the heels of Halloween, I noticed this story and I thought it was really interesting, especially because some of the stuff we talked about on our ghosts episode way back in the day. Yeah. Big Fatty calls Halloween gay Christmas. Yeah, I or mean, no, so- gay crima. Uh, yeah a lot of people say halloween is gay christmas because Uh, it's when we get to like do whatever the fuck we want and as according to 30 rock gay halloween parties are the best parties fucking dan garlington has a new tattoo that says every day is halloween (laughs) that's hilarious so does that mean every day is christmas every day is but like in a gay way which is the only way that he operates he's pretty gay (laughs) yeah 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 okay uh sorry back to this. And he's sitting on someone's lap. Okay. Um, Eating those cookies. 12 Drinking their milk. <laughs> sorry. I, okay, sorry. <laughs> Who's chimney? Okay. Uh, on <laughs> Dasher, on Prancer, <laughs> on me, in me. <laughs> okay, okay. I swear I'm done. Okay. Uh, 12,317 responses were given to Auto Straddle's Lesbian Stereotypes Survey, and they asked LGBT plus women and non-binary respondents... Have you ever seen or been in the presence of a ghost? Mm-hmm. 25% said yes. Wow. Compared to the eight, 18% of the general, general population. So apparently, ghosts love the ladies. And the basically the queer, queer non-men. Right, queer non-men. Mm-hmm. Queer non-cis men. Right. Wow, 25%. That's almost a quarter. <laughs> um, almost. That's <laughs> very close. Um... I wonder if they're just more like open to those kind of experiences or one of the theories is that they're just stupid and they thought that they were being asked, have you ever been ghosted? <laughs> is that your theory? No, that's in. The, oh, that's really? In the, yeah. That did a man write this? That's the most misogynistic way to explain women's experience. His, uh, the, the author's name. I don't know his their pronouns. <laughs> uh, Josh Jackman, which is a made up name. 
for a gay reporter. Mike, yes. how do we always get the gayest fucking names? <laughs> Jackman? I didn't even plan that. Jo- I know. No, we don't. We really don't plan these names. They just, the gayest names show up. I don't yep. know this person's gender pronouns either. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Well, that yep. sounds very, a very much misogynistic explanation that, of why they experience that. Anyway. Oh, God. Maybe, yeah, maybe ghosts are just feel more comfortable around them. Probably most of the ghosts are caused by fucking men, like between war and murder and fucking men and fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of damage they do. Yeah. Well, 50, 56% of queer women and non-binary people said they had never been visited by spectral form compared to 80% of all Americans. Hmm. So have you ever seen or been visited by a ghost? Just the ghosts of marriages past. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me no. either. Well, I mean, they're all... Oh, no, that's not true. That's oh. not true. In my fraternity house one time, I was like alone late at night. It was Christmas time, so nobody else was there, but I had a job. Gay Christmas or regular Christmas? Regular Christmas. Okay. Fraternity okay. Christmas. Okay, okay. Oh, that's uh, like initiation day, right? When you get like beat each other with whips and naked? Of course. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so... You uh, were alone. Yeah, totally alone. And um, it was like three o'clock in the morning. And the all of the lights and the stereo came on in the room across the hall from me. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. No idea what happened. It freaked me the fuck out. So I just didn't shower or anything. I just threw clothes on, went down to my car, and went to work because it was terrifying. Is it possible that like that room ran out of power or like got a power surge, and then everything had actually already been on, and then they just came back? Entirely possible, Kyle. Mm. Except. The power was on the day before because it was my brother's room and I went in there and I turned the lights on and they came on and then I turned the lights off and they went off. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes changes in like... The Fuck you, Kyle. I saw a ghost. <laughs> I, ghosts I didn't aren't, see a ghost. Ghosts aren't real. So that's why I okay. question. Okay. Great. You just called 25% of female and non-binary queer people dumb. It. Uh, see, okay. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying I'm right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. So in um, at the Super Skate in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Great. Already excited. Yep. Uh, there was a boys only session of roller skating. Mm-hmm. And oh, wait, sorry. Am I gr- like like kids or like adults? Uh, kids. Oh, no. OK. I take back my scrumptious noise that I made. Oh, OK. Well, uh, two 12-year-old trans boys were kicked out. Aww. The skating rink, the DJ apparently asked them to leave and told them, quote, this is not a social experiment. Uh, and then the boys' oh. parents tried to confront the owner. They were all told to leave. Quote, uh, this is the mother, I think. Yeah, quote, discriminated and shown hate at just 12 years old for daring to be who they want to be, for living the life they feel is most fulfilling. I am informing my entire community to avoid and protest this bigoted place. Blatant hate and discrimination will not be tolerated against any transgender person and most certainly not against children. Yeah, fuck you. Good call, mom. Yep. Yeah, kids are not running around trying to do social experiments. They're like just trying to worry about if they have a friend the next day to sit with at lunch and like if they're going to pass a test or get it onto the soccer they just want to fucking roller skate and hopefully not fall down yeah yeah and not embarrass (laughs) himself in front of their classmates like this isn't a social experiment because we already know based on science and evidence that they are boys like there's no experimenting being done here yeah we're just doing the truth and 
Well, and the next time you have a boys only session, are you just are you going to check all the dicks at the door? I know. Yeah, L- exactly. You're going to look at little baby teen dicks yep. before they're allowed to get roller skates. Yep. Did I, you know what your genitals directly affect your ability to skate? <laughs> yeah, I skate with my dick and my anus. <laughs> <laughs> it's very awkward for everyone watching. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's so fucking stupid. Someone. Did you tell me about this? You don't know what I'm about to say, so you can't answer that question quite yes, 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 I did. I told you. Uh, that's probably true. In a classroom, the teacher was like, you know, if you feel like you're more a boy, stand uh, on this yeah. side. If you yeah. fear you're, feel you're more a girl, stand on that side. And if you don't know, you think you're somewhere in between, not sure, stand around the middle or go like a little bit closer to what you feel more. Like just basically go where you want to. And then um, the kid, oh, this is my hairdresser. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So she was like, her daughter then came home and was like, mom, I've never thought about if I really was a girl and I wasn't sure. So I went into the middle and her mom was like, okay, that's cool. Fuckers. Fuckers. (laughs) Nice sentiment ruined by cursing. Last but not least, Mm -hmm. Ariana Grande, who I've started to love. I know, I fought it. I fought it hard for a long time. But she's, okay, I know there are some battles where I'm like... Fine. 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 <laughs> I quit. I acquiesce. <laughs> yep, I can't. You've beaten me down. <laughs> in a bad in the bad way. Um and not the good bad way, just the bad. Um and Ariana Grande is a talented person. Her acting is incredible. Her voice is amazing, like Christine Aguilera style incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, she also has a gay brother. Oh. Frankie? I didn't know that. Frankie Grande? Really? Frankie Grande? That's his name. Oh. Frankie Grande. I guess that would make sense. Singer, actor, TV personality, Frankie Grande. And she like totally defends him all the time. And he totally defends her like mm-hmm. all the time. And they're adorable. And Cute. and he's super, super gay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, last week he appeared at two Halloween parties with Dr. Mike Pofus and lawyer Daniel Sinisone and said, quote, these are my boyfriends. We've been dating for almost three months, but in the gay world, it's like five years. But he's in a pansexual relationship now, which, to my knowledge, is the most famous person in a polyamorous relationship. Hmm. I said pansexual. I meant polyamorous. Hmm, gotcha. Polyamorous relationship. Like, talk about high profile. Yeah. And he's doing it. Nice. And, and they're kind of adorable. How old are all of they? Um, let's see. They are in their mid to late hotties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just a few years ago left my late hotties. <laughs> I'm embracing my like mid sweatpants. Um, well, he's a doctor, so he had to go to medical school, I hope. Unless his like first name is just doctor. Right. Do you think he's a really doctor? I don't know. Did it was it DR period? What's his yes? Okay, then he's a, like he's probably a, some kind of actual doctor. So he has to be like I don't know how old are doctors when they leave the doctoring studies program. I mean, like they're early late. Tw- 20s post twink pre daddy i'm gonna guess I, <laughs> see what just for some reason when you said her brother i imagined like an eight-year-old boy <laughs> you know for some reason brothers are all like little tiny children and then you said he showed up with a doctor and i was like oh this isn't gonna go well well so in a recent interview with billboard frankie said quote ariana and i are 10 years apart uh, and she grew okay. up with a really gay brother who just loves her unconditionally and it's reciprocated when i came out to her she was 11 and I was like, I have to tell you something. She was like, what? I said, I'm gay. And she was like, okay, cool. Do you have a boyfriend? Great. Do I get to meet him? It didn't phase her at all. Nice. Yeah. That's so cool. Anyway. Yeah. So this, this 
I guess it's not a thruple because the other two dudes are married to each other. Mm. But it's polyamorous. But, he's, yeah. he's dating two guys that are married to yeah. each other. I think that might mean a thruple. I don't know the thruple rules. That's going to be an entirely separate episode. Yeah, we're going to have a whole episode about that for sure. <laughs> um, should we talk about virginity? Let's talk about virginity. Are we? Do we have anything to say before we get our guests here? Um, let's see. I am interested in talking to them because... First of all, they're not not only are they married, and I think they've been married for a while. Yeah, to, they've at least been together for a very long time. Yeah. So just another perspective on like what do they think virginity is, and yeah. um, when did they lose it? Yeah. And when we started talking about that, like possible episode ideas over drinks, which is how we do yeah. our business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like what I realized is like I have never heard anyone define or even ask the question what is virginity to gay men? And so the, usually we, you, when we do our like personal episodes or like some more difficult topics, which I think this one is, we just do them, you and I. But I think this is, I, I'm really excited to have them come in and help us talk about virginity because, you know, instead of just us, I really like the idea of having four different perspectives on this topic that I've never heard anyone talk about. So yeah, yeah. we are pi- we are incredible pioneers <laughs> is what I'm saying. So when we get back, we will have the voice from He Said, He Said with us. Yeah. All right, let's take a... Oh, wait. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. I love it. (laughs) We're here with... With these guys. With these guys. With the (laughs) folks from the podcast, he said, he said, Ray and Jay... What's up? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for being on. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. We like being special guests. Yeah, it gives us a chance to talk about things that we typically wouldn't talk about on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but hey, that's kind of true. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your show. What what, what do you cover? What's your format? So it is um, a lot of, I guess, for lack of a better term, hot topics. So we talk a lot of celebrities. So you're a goth teenager? (laughs) 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 We do a lot of celebrities celebrity talk and he didn't say no (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't like boxes guys (laughs) no labels but we do that and then um there's some politics that gets weaved in just because that really is a hot hot, a hot topic right now um we do music um and then we try to end with like a quote that's inspirational Mm -hmm. a happy ending is what we call it yeah (laughs) happy ending and you're also married right yes how long have you to each other (laughs) to each other yes how long have you been together and married um we've been together for 12 years uh it'll be 12 years in january uh and married it will be Two years. Two years in, in March. March. Do you know anyone else that's been together for 12 years or longer? Gay couple? Gay, no. yeah. No. Absolutely not. That's, no. No. That's Which what I thought. I mean, what did we What did we say? Someone had said that if you, it's like dog years, so every gay year is like <laughs> mm-hmm. seven years. Uh, I don't know if it's seven, but it's definitely more than one. So we had yeah. like, I think we said we'd be together 86 years or something. So. <laughs> We've been together a very long yeah. time. We're octogenarians, yeah. for real. Like, <laughs> and when you under listen, our masks. And when you listen to our podcast, you can tell that there definitely is this long history of knowing each other, because bitch is a word that we use. Like, it's basically like punctuation. That's true. Um... So if we say it this time during your podcast, you know, you know that we're comfortable. <laughs> yeah, okay. true. Well, you don't look a day over 75. Uh, just, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about virginity. Mm-hmm. And Mike, do you want to start us off? Well, OK, it's a softball. I just wanted to go red real quick. <laughs> Is uh, that 
What? Part, is that a sex Stop thing? That you lost? <laughs> is that when you lose yeah. your virginity to a no, lesbian? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> uh, what 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 does virginity mean? Like just right at, straight out of the gate when you hear that word, what does that mean to you? Should I start? Yes. So you this first, this Ray. is Ray. For me, because I've been thinking about it in <laughs> the past week or so, I think that virginity is probably like my definition would be a lot less rigid than the actual definition, which I think has to do with sexual intercourse. So I say anyone who has been engaged in sexual activity before, for me, huh. I would say that you're not a virgin. What's the line? Like, then what counts it? Like, is it making out? Is it No, I would say you'd have to nuts? be, yeah, you'd have <laughs> Touching nuts. No, you'd have to be beyond like um, <laughs> what most of us would consider to be, um, foreplay even so like, though when I, you're talking about the bases what base are you on see i'm not good with the bases is third base where you're filling people up i mean i feel like the bases are very heterosexual that's true well. i because hate it's... football so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay wait i know this one it's four f's uh, oh no right. um finger them fuck them forget them not those f's it's like french feel finger fuck and, ah, <laughs> thank you. So then, I think Got that it. I would be at a swift third base. Anything beyond third base, I probably yeah. would consider to be you're not a virgin anymore. Because for us, like fingering huh. feels very heterosexual. Yes. Like yes. I mean, even though you can like finger, I don't know. I don't use that word too much. Yeah, but I would say yes. third base of like yes. yeah. a jerk, off, a hand yeah. jerk. Off. Yes. and I guess it's yes. different when you when you apply those base like base concept to a cisgendered you know heterosexual couple it, it's easy mm -hmm. to understand that but when you apply it to the gay like especially the gay men experience in the room it's like okay well what point right because to your point you you can finger but like would you consider that breaking your virginity yes. or would... if someone has their finger in your ass then i would say you are no longer <laughs> well <a virgin. laughs> sure. so, I, I, for my own my own personal definition i've been flirting with the idea of saying that sex is Anything, any physical act that could lead to mm, an orgasm. That's a good way to think. Oh, so, like making like out, unless you unless you can have like a tongue gasm, like, <laughs> like that's probably well, some not. Some people can orgasm without being touched. Right. Like, like just through kissing, they're like, I guess the thought of it. Okay, if your definition is anything that could lead to an orgasm, then like I watch Johnny Bravo, and like that's sex for me by itself. No, it's leading there. I'm no, like, no, no. It's not the leading there. It's that whatever is physically happening uh, is enough to get you there. Uh, so, like, like if 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 a finger in your ass because your prostate's there, uh -huh. if you're a dude, yeah. if 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 that kind of stimulation could lead you to an orgasm, yeah. then uh, then that counts. Okay. Right. But I think like. Great. If, yeah. If, so watching if, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. I think. Okay. No, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I do feel like it's it's weird. Growing up, virginity is kind of like thrown on you as this concept of having intercourse, right? Exactly. And that it is between a man and a woman, and losing your virginity is that's when you like you're told that when you have intercourse with a woman as a man, or yeah, the other way around. Sorry, I'm trying to follow my thought. Like that's like impressed you're it's impressed upon you that that's virginity and yeah. that's when you have to break your when you're not a virgin anymore yeah and it's that the act of intercourse mm -hmm. where everything leading up you know we're everything but i'm like we did everything but like mm -hmm. that's like this yeah. thought of the way of thought so that was always my thought like technically if you have never had intercourse with a woman you you're still a virgin in, right. the, in some people's minds yeah and i i mean to that i think most 
people and especially straight people like when you think about virginity for heterosexual people it's the woman loses her virginity right. and the man mm-hmm. takes her virginity right like, yeah it's I think, the, mm-hmm. this tangible thing yeah and i think virginity is like often applied to women like yes. they're supposed to be the like the saints and then the second their hymen goes mm-hmm. kabooey like right. then they're not virgins like men like all we can do is stick it all the way in the vagina like we're yeah. not like we're not losing anything and i mean in a way it's not, almost like they're the men's gaining yeah something which is like fucked up power dynamics yeah. that straight people have so totally and but i think I mean, that the origin bottom is definitely still a struggle that's true no it is but i think that the origin <laughs> of the term itself really has been traditionally applied to women yes mm-hmm. and as a way to kind of um categorize women because yeah. it's like, oh, you know, if you're a virgin, you know, to a straight guy, then it's like, oh, oh, she's, a, you know what I mean? She's yeah, a virgin. Yeah, so yeah. I think that now, you know, in 2018, obviously it has a much broader meaning. But I think that um, traditionally that has been like a tool that the patriarchy has used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so if, if Jesus was born to the Virgin Mary. Right. Yeah. You're, they're basically saying that all other women are sluts. Right. Yeah, yes. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always Jesus. and also always like no, Jesus. she didn't. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like um, there's also that. There you go. <laughs> I mean. Um. So w- with that, then when did you lose your virginity? W- whatever that means to you, and go into as much detail as you <laughs> <laughs> wait. That wasn't supposed to sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, do say what's comfortable. I would say I'm a golden gay. So if you don't know what a golden gay is, I had never I, heard that term before. Um, <laughs> you can Urban Dictionary it, but mm-hmm. I've never had any sort of sexual contact or intercourse or with a woman other than at senior week when it was a joke we kissed it was like oh my god watch us kiss lol so that was the only i guess you could say interaction i had with sexually it wasn't even sexual it was a a game if you will Mm -hmm. um but if you use that lens i'm technically still a virgin virgin Mm -hmm. but i did not have any sort of intercourse or foreplay or whatever with a man until college so i was 17 18 um where i'd actually like had penetration and became non-virgin like <laughs> you're not committing to non-virgin just non-virgin like yes it was it was the art of learning what i was doing oh understanding what it meant to not be a virgin as a gay man and learning those positions and learning like how to process what was happening because like i said earlier being a bottom is a struggle like that first time you're like fuck what is happening yeah, why the first am I 50 doing? times yeah. well I think and I say yeah. that a friend of our friends makes fun of me I'm like it's muscle memory it really is it's, <laughs> it really is and I say that because like your first time if it's if the person that you're having intercourse with as a bottom if they're not thoughtful of what they're doing and like mindful that it's your first time you're always going to have this thought of the pain yeah. yeah but if you if their first time it's definitely like more intimate and it's more sensual and like you're more the other person is respectful that it is your first time then the memory will be met that it was not painful it was, as yeah it could have been which yeah. is why i think everyone needs to like play with their own ass before they get into something <laughs> That's, get, some, I, get I a candy cane a candy get a small candy flashlight candy. Oh just like God. a small <laughs> you know just a carrot a carrot <laughs> a baby no. carrot no stick away from the food <laughs> stay away from food <laughs> I mean, don't eat it. may i recommend an english cucumber <laughs> You no, like I don't recommend that. What's an English cucumber? I don't know. It's a cucumber, but it's English. But it, <laughs> does that mean it's bigger? I, I, I it's think bigger and 
uncut. They're like, aren't they like longer, <laughs> longer and, thin? and thinner? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, that's probably good advice then. Yeah. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know that bottom struggle. I have to, you know, full disclosure. Yeah. It's um, I've heard stories. It's well, I mean, okay. So beyond hearing stories, like I won't say that I have not tried to live that life. Mm-hmm. It was just um, not for me. Okay. <laughs> so like. Have you gotten fucked in the ass? I mean, uh, we've tried to get to that point, uh-huh. and it was kind of like uh, abort, abort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that type of uh, uh, mission? Sorry. So <laughs> whenever I sh- abort, shit my boyfriend's abort. sperm <laughs> in the toilet, we oh always say, God, "I'm gonna love go that. have an abortion." <laughs> yeah, go have an abortion. That's amazing. Sorry, that's that's but, inappropriate. But I mean, no, we are not judging you. This is no, no judgment zone. This is no judgment. Thank so you. then, right? When did you lose your virginity? So I'm not gonna give an age, even though I probably should, because one of the th- one of the notes that I made was that there is um, multiple age related stigma associated with virginity. Mm-hmm. Well, um, at least twenty people are gonna hear this. So <laughs> at least twenty. Yeah. Twenty two. So we'll like just that. say that I was um, give a range. Yeah, I was Between a tw- I was a tw- I was a tween. Okay. Which means I wasn't a teenager yet, so that's as far as I'll go okay. with giving actual age. <laughs> but um, I was a tween, and it was with my best friends at the time, his sister, okay. because we were going together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was pretty young. I would say I was too young in hindsight. <laughs> um, but as far as um, gay sexual activity, I didn't lose because I didn't come out officially until I was 22. Um, and I'd say that I think that the first experience that I had with another man was a couple of years after that. So maybe mm. 24. Mm. That's so old. I know, isn't it? <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's interesting, like, you, so you kind of have two different moments, not kind of, you did have two different moments that you're saying is losing your virginity. Right. Yeah. yeah. Double non-virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, so what, what does that mean for a gay man who... Um, you know, was in the closet and who had relationships with women before coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that the way we should be looking at it is that I lost my virginity as a tween because that's when I actually lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I feel like you do need to just say, okay, but then I, the first time I ever was actually with another man was a completely different time in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A different experience. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't really losing my virginity, but it was a different experience it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have something similar, but in a little bit different way. I, so I've never had sex with a woman, but I, ha- I feel like I have two points. Like one, and they're the same year when I was 20 in college. I had sex with, I topped first, um, did real bad at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was in the middle of it. I was like, this is are we yeah. doing it? Do you, like, what's happening? I said, this is, um, and then next I bottomed for the mm. first time and like, that is way more scary because like mm-hmm. you can be bad at topping and you're still going to like at least get to come and then ask right. yeah. like which you know how bad can that be yeah um <laughs> but like then but like it's such a bigger moment is getting like getting a dick in your ass that's so i think they're both forms of losing my virginity Absolutely. in different ways um and i think there's preparation of being a bottom that you don't have to do as a top invite and for women the same that you don't have to do as a man mental because, and physical preparation. yeah because it's yeah. like you know there's things like you like you can't eat or things that you shouldn't eat or that there's <laughs> you know showers that should be had and times of day you shouldn't do it yeah. um that like as a man and as a top like you 
don't always have to think about that. You can just. Are whip you trying it out. to single me yeah. out? No, I'm just saying in general. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> that's your that's your top guilt. That is your top guilt. I mean, I've tried. <laughs> top guilt? Yeah, it's like white guilt, but it's top guilt. <laughs> Usually, that's the same thing. But when you're gay, it can yeah, be different. Yeah, that is too funny. Okay. <laughs> Mike, what would you say? Oh yeah. God! <laughs> you knew at some point. Yeah, at some point, you asked it. It was coming back. Well, uh, so if, if if Jay's gold, uh, golden gay, then Ray and I are, are lead gays. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some other table of elements uh, yeah. entry. So hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, there, there you go. go. Okay. Um, so if I break it down to like when did I feel like I had lost my virginity, despite the fact that I had had oral encounters with women before, it was when I first penetrated a vagina yeah. with my penis, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was my ex-wife i lost my virginity at 23 oh my gosh to your wife um, that's so precious that would be to romantic if the rest of the years didn't happen <laughs> or 22 22 or 23 in that zone yeah but then I, I think we've sort of touched on this then when i started hooking up with dudes there definitely was the first time i topped like that registered as mm-hmm. a thing and the first yeah. time i bought him that registered mm-hmm. as a thing right. so i suppose you could also consider those which mm-hmm. both happened yeah. uh when i came out at 30. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we talk about when you come out, there's no like one big coming out moment. It keeps happening and it happens to like along the way and over time. I think there's no real losing your virginity. There's lose like you have different periods where you lose Mm -hmm. different forms of virginity. And it's not as easy as like one big one experience. It's why do you feel like here's a question to the group is why like for. I think for a lot of people, myself included, like losing your virginity or having your first experience, you become very emotionally attached to that person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's. I think it. I think it crosses all the community, not just straight gay. I think yeah. it's anyone. There's this connection you have with them for whatever reason. And why? Why do we think that is? Is it? De- is it a human thing? Like, is it just that the idea of like that's my the first and I should always be in love or connected with or is it society pushing it on us that that person is who who we should love and be married to because that's the idea of the religion where like you don't you hold you don't have sex until you get married and Hmm. that's like impressed upon you so I'm just food for thought so okay okay this is not the question you were asking, but but I'm sure it's probably close. It's it's close. Triggered. It triggered you. It triggered me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was out to myself as gay from early teens. Like I knew, and I always approached it from this perspective of I have this under control. I'm going to force mm. myself to be straight. I don't want to be gay. Mm. I got this. Mm-hmm. So. I thought that when you lost your virginity that there was going to be this crazy chemical, Mm -hmm. like your biology would change for this person because I think that that's what we've been shown in media. Absolutely. So I actually, I wasn't ready to have sex with her, with my now ex-wife. Um, so, but I forced myself to thinking mm. that that biological chemical change would, would change. happen to me mm. and uh. I would suddenly have this deep attraction to her. Like it was going to help me not be gay to mm-hmm. lose my virginity to oh, her. That's interesting. And so then when we actually fucked afterwards, I was like, nope, so I'm the same. I was about <laughs> and, to say, I hear a butt coming on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that it doesn't necessarily happen for everyone that they have this, you know, bond connection. or connection to the person that they, you know, the first person that they're with. 
So I think that it's different for different people because I didn't have that. Bitch, I had it bad. Did I do <laughs> yeah, Did I feel Bitch, me too. Did I do good at yeah. so I don't good. I don't say that ever. It's but. so good. It came off really It really like did. it could be like your new way of life. I'm an actor. <laughs> Thank you. Um no, I I for me did have that experience and yeah, and so I, I I think the reason it is because I had never, I, I thought I loved, I think I know I did love him. He was the first person I loved. Mm -hmm. And to not only have someone you love that also makes you orgasm mm -hmm. for the, like for the, having someone else mm -hmm. making you orgasm, mm -hmm. not the TV, or not the TV, <laughs> not or at that Bravo. point. Yeah. Or at that point, what was it? The yeah, internet. Was, yeah, yeah. 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 I had never felt that like both love and mm -hmm coming in someone yeah, like yeah. those two things are like oh my god then yeah. you're it this is it this is the best i've ever felt mm -hmm. so i must be in love with you mm -hmm. and now the reason i or the reason that feels like i was so crazy attached is because i just had never had that feeling and mm -hmm. i had nothing to compare it to mm -hmm. so then we have more feelings like that you're like oh actually that person wasn't that great yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's actually pretty much a dick to me yeah but like yeah. the things the things i put up with because he was my first and then mm -hmm. to your point i fell in love with him it was hindsight. It was the stupidest thing I ever could have done. It just, it was just sex, and I was obsessed with the idea of having a boyfriend because yeah. mm -hmm. I, when I came out when I was thirteen, right, and I came when I came out, I was the only out person, all of my high school career. Like I was a, attracted to guys, but I'd never had the opportunity to like explore it until college. So then I had this experience with a guy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's perfect. I want to be with him. We were together. And then I put the shit I put up with was this idea of like trying to catch up with everyone mm. else around me because oh. I felt like they were exposed and experienced things that I didn't. All straight people, I'm yeah. assuming. Right. So it was like, and I didn't have a lot of gay friends. Yeah. I didn't have any gay friends growing up until college when I went to an art school. And it was like, if you weren't gay, you <laughs> what are you doing gay, here? <laughs> you had, and it was a fashion school. Like we had like other segments of art, but most of most of my friends were in fashion. So most of them were gay. So yeah. I was like, shit, you had a boyfriend for five years or three years or two years. I'm just two months in and I'm, I'm like, I need to catch up. I think um, I'm going to tell you a little bit of data mm. about oh, yeah. this. Oh, I love data. <gasps> yeah. Well, great. It's my favorite. <laughs> this is for you then. <laughs> Kyle has taken over the role of boring us with facts. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. On the podcast. <laughs> Which is weird because in real life, you'd expect me to be the one. <laughs> that, Very true. Um, okay. Get ready. Uh, a study by Dr. Ed. <laughs> oh, Edward. I, I immediately thought of the horse one. I, I did too. That. I was like, is his brother Mr. Ed? Yeah, I was so confused. I didn't by find that. that it's not the horse. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just Dr. Ed. Um, it was a study of 500 Europeans and 500 Americans asked people of all different orientations and mm. gender um, when two things. When was your first sexual awakening? So when did you first, like, mm. I see a thing that's like, oh, like sex and I'm interested in that. Mm. And which I think is part of, we, we haven't said that those words, but yeah. I think we've been talking about those For sexual sure. awakenings. Like I knew I was gay. I was out to myself. Like you probably, uh, and some kind of sexual awakening happened that you knew that mm -hmm. and then ignored it or whatever. Mario Lopez on Saved by the Bell. Oh, um, that's I was going to ask, was it really? <laughs> so funny. Probably. Mine was a track guy named Cameron that I ran with. Oh, in real life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cameron, I still I think even, about him today. It's interesting because I'm sitting here thinking about when... I had that awakening. I don't. Was it like like porn, maybe? I or I honestly, this is gonna really sound. This is gonna sound really ridiculous, but I don't think I. I think I just. I think I always. I think I always knew, 
but I didn't re- didn't recognize and uh, it until like twelve, where I was like, okay, that growing up when I was like four and a half, I had this neighborhood friend, and I like everything he liked, I liked, mm. but I didn't. In hindsight, like I'm like it's because I liked him. Mm. I, I wanted to do bas- baseball because he wanted. I wanted to watch Green Bay Packers, which I don't know. But that's funny. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in hindsight, that's also funny. Yeah. Um, because he watched it, and in hindsight, I'm like, wow, like that. That was actually my first crush. Yeah. Where uh-huh. before that, though, like I can't. I'm sitting here thinking, like I don't think I ever had that. Like aha, like I'm gay. It was more like. What is this feeling? But twelve was when you're like, oh, now I can identify. Like now I'm like, okay, like it's a thing. Yeah, like I get it now. I see it's more than just this feeling. Like it's it's truly who I am. And then and then therapy helped. Obviously, talking to someone. (laughs) So I'd say like twelve might be your sexual awakening because like being able to put a name to it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Oh, did you want to share? Oh, no, no, go ahead. Okay, okay. So, I'm, I'm still waiting for the data. Yeah, okay, data. okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Ed, he just, he just awakened Ed. all these thoughts. So awakened. Um, there's the sexual awakening, and then when they lost virginity. So I'm not going to define it. I actually looked up. I don't know. How, I, I think they just asked people, when did you lose your virginity? Mm. So that's in your mind. Right. When did you yeah. lose your virginity? So your version of. On average, it was 15 years old for your sexual awakening and 17 years old for losing your virginity. Wait, they are lying. They for sure, they, they knew their mom was gonna read that. Well, okay, but this is a study of like, there are old people in there too. Right, uh, It's a, the, there's a wide age range. Got yes. it. So when you're Gen Z, it's right. much earlier. I think it's like 14 or something. Jeez. What, puberty? No, sexual awakening. sexual awakening. So beyond, beyond the millennial. 15 the, feels the super kids. old though. Yeah. To me, hmm. especially, and I don't, was it was? I mean, you're, at was that time study your this balls year? dropped? Like, uh, yes, this year. Because it's like with the, with the internet and social media, I feel like kids are probably having a sexual awakening much sooner hmm. oh. than it happened for the rest of us. I mean, I'm just assuming, just because it's there. And it's so much um, more easily accessed yeah. than it was for. Uh, I mean, at least for me, yeah. I think I might be the oldest person in the room. But I don't think. No. Uh, in ten days, I'm turning forty. Oh, I'll be forty next year. Okay, yeah. so no, so yeah, it's like it was different for us, like Skinamax, and you know what I mean. Oh, like I there were these, Skinamax. you know what I mean. There were these Sears places catalog? where you could find things. Sears but it's catalog like, <laughs> or <laughs> late night fitness infomercials. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Oh, Bowflex, the Bowflex, <laughs> the Bowflex. Oh, no, um, Mine was AOL chat rooms, but okay. Um, so okay, so then starting to break it down a little bit um, for gay people though the sexual awakening was um just under 14 Hmm. and they're losing their virginity they said about 18 so it's their sexual awakening is earlier and their virginity losing their virginity is later Mm -hmm. than straight people Mm -hmm. which kind of makes sense to me it does um and then bisexual people it was uh 15 and a half so just a little bit older than the average and then losing virginity was uh just over 16 Hmm. so they have earlier two years earlier losing their virginity than that's interesting that is interesting um mike i thought you might like this one um the one group you know you know what i want data (laughs) the one group (laughs) whose sexual awakening occurs after losing their virginity 
is Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. Republicans. Uh, really? I, How's that? Yeah. Wait, let's Everyone has down. the same question. <laughs> wait, wait, let me tell you the numbers and then we'll... Okay. Uh, we'll okay. Yeah. And it doesn't okay. have a list of who was interviewed? <laughs> yes. That'd be, good for, that'd be good for Tuesday. Yes, I'll post that. Um, <laughs> losing your virginity, They it was at the age of 17.4. Their sexual awakening was at 18.4. So a year after losing their virginity. Go... Now explain both of your faces because it's thinking the same thing I am. Right, you go first. I mean, so that's really um, confusing to me on its face. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, what I have to think about that is that, I mean, does that, who are we talking about? Are we talking about like people who maybe think they think they're straight but then they have a gay that's experience a year later because like that's what i'm thinking like like you go to college and you're yeah. and your roommate but is like I'm, let's play or is it just is, that you're doing it just to do it the first time and then later you're having some you, type but of how are you not experience? awake when you come <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't wake up like you jay it's not a literal awakening. but like there has to be something like i feel like the first time you orgasm like at some point you have to be aren't like, you be like i kind of like like this, this is like i'm awake like i want more of I, I am so confused by that. We need, I, I don't know if any of you are Republicans, but we need a Republican to We need Dr. Ed. <laughs> Dr. Ed. We can't assume. Sexual we, we can't. That's why I said I don't know. Yeah, but very, bring your so brother, nice. mister, with you, <laughs> and we're going to have a chat. Okay, so I was thinking, like, maybe they're lying. And, like, Do you want some right. wine? Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Thank um, you. You're gonna have to fend for yourselves because. Yeah, oh, that's gonna. That. No, I was like so into this conversation. I'm just like. I, know, I was lost in the sauce when you um, said like, 18 after you had an orgasm and now you're awake. I think one, that was with, a. You had sex with the wrong person if you were not yeah, awake. There's that. Yeah. Yep. You, um, and maybe to your point, right? They just had it to have it. Yeah, they, that's true. But, I'm here. I, I caught up. Yeah, <laughs> I actually think that Republicans are they they're so sexually repressed that mm. it's not. It doesn't feel right to be able to say you you had a young sexual awakening. You're not allowed to have sex or talk about it or do anything. That's a good point. So I think they may be self-reporting data. Maybe they think like, oh, I came into my own when I was 18. That's when I became a man. When I left home and went to college and didn't have my parents' AOL dial-up to deal yeah. with anymore. <laughs> that's when I really figured it out. I, so I think they might have, I think they might be like not understanding even the sexual mm. awakening process. Mm. Okay. So what one thing that you're touching on and... I don't know. I'm in a mood today about religion, apparently. Hmm. Um, but, like, religion teaches you sex is dirty. Yes. It does. Yep. Which totally is a mind fuck. Yeah. Right. And it causes all kinds of issues. And guilt it for does. a lot of people. Yeah. And, yeah. And religious people are Republicans. Like, that's, like, finish the circle. It's always Jesus. It always yeah. comes mm -hmm. down to Jesus or Allah or whoever. But, yeah. Some sort of religion. Right. Yeah. Well, let's face it, Judeo Christian religion. Yes. Like, but I'm like I know a bigger word for Christian. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, the, the point. The I mean, Christians don't have a monopoly on oppression. They There's, do the, the, not. The, the, the Jewish religion <laughs> certainly does. The Muslim religion absolutely, absolutely does. Yes, yes. But, that is true. But it always yeah. comes down to these like monotheistic religions that like totally warp people's sexualities and mm -hmm. it makes them do all kinds of weird shit. Like 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 not understand their sexuality even after they've Sometimes. had sex. You're a senator that votes against gay people's rights, and then the next you're day, you're, you're, yes. you're caught tapping in the bathroom oh, yes. at the yeah. airport. Yeah. Under the yeah. stall. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, uh. so we already talked about our catalyst for sexual awakening. They That was one of the questions Vodka. as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My was pure unbridled lust. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that's what I'm going to name the vodka I make. Pure, <laughs> Pure unbridled, unbridled lust. <laughs> I like it. I like that's it. That's perfect. I would can, buy that. We can do, we can co-brand it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Can, okay. It could be a moment. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Canned vodka. That'd be a moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't we, even think that it was in a can. <laughs> can you think about it? That's, that's amazing. Okay. Um, for most people, 62% of people said their sexual awakening catalyst was an actor or actress. Hmm. Oh. Um, I'm just going to read you some of my yeah. favorite answers. They're oh, not please. a percentage. Oh, okay. this is awesome. I'm, I'm ready for this. Babysitter was a more common one. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Someone said sexy dentist. What? Because really? they're in their mouth and you're like, oh, put it in my no, mouth. No, no. <laughs> like the whole thought. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. got oral down. You know how, yeah. they know how wide your mouth can go. Okay. Give me that laughing gas is better than poppers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm having visions of little shop of horrors. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> the entire time. Um, the cleaning lady. Wait, what? That wow. sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger was involved in this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. D- didn't someone else cheat? It was like Jude on, Law. Yeah. Oh, with like yeah. With the housekeeper? Who's the mm-hmm. smoking hot lady who's married to? Um, oh, I remember. I don't remember. Sienna Miller, maybe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I how do you cheat how. on Sienna? Okay. I mean, um, so it happens. Because Jude Law's gay, yo. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. Cheers to that. Um, <laughs> this is a good one. G.I. Joe. <laughs> Of course. Oh my God. Responsible for a whole generation's <laughs> bad feelings about their bodies. Yep. Yeah. Um, that and He Man. <laughs> oh yes, He Man. Um, last but not least, my cousin's friend in hot pants. <laughs> hey, I had I had pink spandex. When I was oh yeah, like four years old. I was I felt real good about myself. I wonder. And I wonder if you were someone else's sexual awakening. I'm catalyst. sure. I mean, probably. How would I not be? Someone, <laughs> someone wrote in. Yeah, my friend in pink. Yeah, for sure. That's me. When you look up the word virginity in the dictionary, one of the definitions or statements in the dictionary is the state of or condition of being pure, fresh, and yeah. unused. But virginity, and I think to your point, right, it goes back to this whole concept that if you're a virginity, if you lose your virginity, you now are not pure, you're not fresh, and you are used. Right. Uh, that sounds really aggressive. No, it like, does. I, 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 think I turned on. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm pure, I'm fresh, and I'm, I might be used, but guess what? Every, vintage is in. Oh you know? I, I think that's all part of the, like, how we say, yeah, virginity is good, and that's what you're supposed to be when you get married, so you can hand off this pureness to your husband who right. now owns you like so i think it's the i think it's just such a backwards way of thinking about it and like if you have sex you're not new or special or different mm. you have a new experience that you haven't had before also yes. i will go on record as saying oh please if you are married <laughs> if you're walking down the aisle with somebody you haven't fucked you oh, don't oh yeah. wait so oh, wait so that was sure. one of the That's questions thing i had for the I group had that too. yeah okay oh, no. so let me lead okay. so <laughs> All right. My question the for the bitch. group would be what are your thoughts on saving yourself from marriage? Stupid. <laughs> Next person, please. <laughs> no. I mean, I just feel like, you know, when you go shopping, right? I'm I'm just that kind of gay. I'm going to bring it there. If you go shopping, you don't just pick up a pair of jeans and not try them on, right? You <laughs> want to know. Some people do. But, but you want to you at least try them on and if they don't yeah. fit, you return them. So right. like at home or in right. the fitting room, you put them on. And if you put them on, you're like, fuck, they're too tight or they're not big <laughs> enough. Oh, they're bell bottom and I wanted skinny. Like, you're going to return them, right? True. So the concept of not having sex with someone and then 
then committing to the rest of your life, that shit might be whack. You, <laughs> like, as a woman, you may never orgasm. Like, you may oh. never orgasm. And then as a man, like, you may be, like, you're going to orgasm. Sorry. It's going <laughs> to happen. In some way, shape, or form, there will be an ejaculation that happens. But Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I, ideally, I yes, mean, can you imagine? Sex I mean, I've I've been there. I've, go on, but like for the rest of your life? No, 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 not for the rest of my life. No, that's what blue I'm balls saying. for the rest of my life. No, thank no, you. No, it'd be teal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you think of, like I, I don't know, like that whole concept of I don't know if it happens so much in the gay world. I don't think it does. I, I don't um, think so either. But in, mm-hmm. I think in those cisgendered you know, religious or even non-religious, just like being brought up on the way that you should save yourself. I feel bad because it's like you're signing up for something that could be the worst thing in your life. Yeah. And it should be a release. Yeah. I I completely agree. Although I was going to go with buying a car, <laughs> which I don't know why that I don't own a car or care. I don't know. But why. like jeans, doesn't it? Like it makes sense, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's like jeans are very personal. Yeah. For some people, they're like, they don't try them on the store. They don't, yeah. they try them at home. They involve two holes. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> a button flyer, zipper. There's lots of options. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, um, to answer my own question, I think that's the, the part of it that seems absurd to me is just this whole idea. And I hate to use that hackney term of like, you know why you know what is it something about not test driving a car Mm -hmm. or whatever but yeah it's like that doesn't make much sense to me in the context of 2018 where it's like why would you want to commit to the rest of your life with someone if you don't know if you're sexually compatible or not yeah unless sexuality and sex is not a thing for the two people who are entering into that relationship Mm -hmm. but it's like the the concept of just being like yeah you're cool (laughs) like we vibe like on Mm -hmm. all other levels but like we're gonna wait to have sex until the night of that is ridiculous because (laughs) if you're not sexually compatible think of all of the downstream effects that's gonna have in your relationship Mm -hmm. whether it be you getting a divorce or you cheating or like all of these things so it's like I'm like come on in 2018 we we need to be test driving that car I love that you're saying you're, you're relating it to like sexual compatible and then I'm the gay over here like it's like jeans <laughs> oh, that's the dynamic of our relationship you're welcome so also why wouldn't you want to just like and just have sex. It's just have sex. It's just I love your angle. Yeah. Like yeah. But in addition to that, I think the idea that you know, like, even if you are sexually compatible, you have sex with them before, you know for sure, yep, we love it this way. We both are into it. But that doesn't guarantee that in the future it will continue to be that way. People discover new things mm. about themselves, they learn more. So the it's not that you have had sex with them and you can predict that you are always going to be sexually compatible. I think you also have to acknowledge that if we're getting married and we're saying forever, Mm -hmm. then if our interests change or we want to try something new, either I'm going to be willing to explore them with you or you're going to be okay if I draw a line somewhere or I'm going to let you go do that on your own. Like, I think you, the idea that that can answer all your questions about your sexual future is giving it too much credit. Mm-hmm. That's a good point too, because um, but you know, being able to kind of give that test drive does allow you um, to first of all decide, okay, is is this a thing? Like, you know, do I like the car? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it also gives you the opportunity, to your point, to kind of know um, what your sexual parameters are. Yeah, and then you know, you can have that conversation about okay, so like you know, if this changes, then what's going to happen? Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't talk openly about those things and mm-hmm. i think that that's super important yeah mm-hmm. there's a there's a really powerful cultural construct that we have to that we have to talk about in, in this in this context that 
women used to be property, mm-hmm. right? They were married off to the man who mm-hmm. they like. There was the, here's three donkeys that is her dowry, and she better be a virgin, yeah. right? Like there's high premium placed on that so much so that there is hymen reconstruction surgery for oh girls who accidentally lose their hymen through a sports injury or some other mm-hmm. some other cause because oh, it, no. in, in other cultures, there's such a high premium placed on the virginality, the virginity mm-hmm. of right. the bride. Wow. And it's but all of that comes from she was property. Right. So if you're saving yourself for marriage, just know that like that's that's the historical context. Yeah, you're saving right. yourself to be property. his property if you're the girl. And if you're the guy, you're just buying into that same narrative. Yeah. For sure. And then I, I also believe like the, the idea of virginity is closely related to slut shaming and to like when you sit at the table, you're like, oh, I lost my virginity at 30 or I lost my virginity at 12 or 10. Like, I think your mind <laughs> you, for goes. For some reason, when you said lost it, it sounded like you like like you lost a coat. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my coat. I misplaced it. But I misplaced my virginity. If you find it, please, please return to a sender. Um, but no, I, I think about like this idea of virginity and slut shaming is definitely they're closely related because when you when you meet someone right and they're like, oh, I'm still a virgin or I lost my virginity at 12. Your mind probably goes to, for some people, like, how many people have you been with? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, gosh, you've been with 30 people, 10 people, five people, whatever it is. Then people, there's this idea that if you lose your virginity early, you potentially could be a slut. And then if you lose your virginity late, you're still kind of clean and pure and you're used, slightly used, but not as used as the next. But you know what? So that's interesting that you said that because that brings me to what I was saying in the beginning of the pod, which was that there's an age-related stigma associated mm-hmm. with virginity at both ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah. So I would agree with you that there is that stigma of, oh, if you've lost your virginity too young, like there's all kinds of questions that uh-huh. linger in that particular space that have to do with, you know, well, wait, like, consent and you know what I mean yeah, like all yeah, of these all very these, gray areas which I totally get that which we, is probably one that there's something wrong exactly right? which yeah, is probably one of the reasons why I haven't given the age and I still won't um, but <laughs> it was the, seven <laughs> I was not seven <laughs> bitch <laughs> at the other end of the spectrum I feel like there's still a stigma attached with that where it's like you know there's a sweet spot somewhere who knows what it is but then once you've gotten to a certain age where if you haven't lost your virginity yet lost you know yeah. or given your you haven't bestowed you haven't made your sexual debut if you haven't made your sexual debut by a certain age then people are still cocking their head and looking at you like there's a movie called the 40 year old virgin and there's a reason for that because society looks at losing your virginity at too old an age almost the same way they look at as being too young it's like both questions both times it's the question is what's wrong with you exactly exactly that's a good way to put it yeah Jay, what did you want to talk about? Did you? Uh, so I actually was Googling a lot about the idea of virginity and with gay men. Mm-hmm. Um, and this article on goodmenproject.com, the headline was, when does a gay man lose his virginity? The answers are surprisingly personal. So it goes back to what I had said about oh. the, the definition of sex and virginity. Yeah. Really, it's hard and dry is how they explained it. <laughs> hard and dry? <laughs> they said that it's one penis, one vagina, and one ejaculation. The dictionary does not mention clitoral stimulation. It does not. Scissoring or even dry humping. It does not. Sex is not sex unless it's between two heterosexuals and there is a passage of genetic material. That's just like something Ray would say. And like, not just like 
semen in the woman. <laughs> Genetic material. Ta 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 ta. That doesn't make sense um, though, because if you're wearing a condom, then that would mean that you're still a virgin. But but on. Th- you know, then yep. there is this. This article was about obviously gay men and queer men. Obviously, we know everyone at this table. We've discussed gay men, queer men. I'm not out. Have <laughs> <laughs> they, you're gay adjacent. <laughs> um, we have lost sex, and and if sex is about passing of genetic material I would argue that having an as mentioned earlier (laughs) sitting in the toilet and having an abortion that's genetic material passing Mm -hmm. so why would that not be considered sex but it just was interesting to read there's some videos you don't know what swamp monster you've impregnated (laughs) down the street when you flush so it just was interesting that they'd asked a series of men uh, about their experience and about what they like whether it was anonymous hookups um, which I feel like in the LGBTQ world specifically in the gay world that's more probably more um, widely known and had Might there's be more, more conversations common. around it in and fact I, I, more... I demand it do not tell me your name <laughs> <laughs> but I think this it definitely yeah. is I think it ha- it definitely happens in all yeah. types of people mm-hmm. right but yeah. I feel like in the gay world it definitely is something top of mind and, yeah. and part of this dialogue that they had and each of them had different things about when they when they had their sexual like experience with a gay man or with another man or with a woman and what they felt like when they lost their virginity. Some someone interviewed was saying, which we kind of touched upon, where they don't count having any sort of relationship with women because that was just something they were doing to fit in, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. that when they truly lost their virginity and what they saw as their virginity was when they were with a man. Hmm. Um, the same person didn't have intercourse with the woman, but they did everything but. Um, so that was an int- it was an interesting article. It's on like as I mentioned, it's called goodmenproject.com. There's videos of the people. Um, and it, it I think we've kind of touched touched on a lot of what they've said through our experiences, but it was very interesting to hear from very different age groups, um, races, just backgrounds about what they felt virginity was and some of it was related back to religion, some was related to just their experience. Mm. Um, so if you have if you have a moment, be sure to watch the videos. That's a really nice way to like, we are four people. And I think it's so cool that y'all are on here and willing to talk about this yeah. because we wanted, you know, just Mike and I is always like, well, we, there are some stereotypes we can dispute some, we can't, we're both definitely some form of alcoholic. So we can't argue <laughs> with Hey, people are always drinking. You know, they're just things yeah. we're just two people. So I love having four perspectives on this. Yeah, and that's really yeah. cool that you're bringing to the table another place to get even more perspectives. Absolutely. Because yeah, that's probably like the number of perspectives there are yeah. is probably the number of And if you surround ways. yourself by people that are like you, think like you have had experiences like you, you're not growing as a person. No. I say this in true honesty, it's just sex. And I think that there's a lot of weight put on the act that isn't necessarily needed. Like I feel like growing up you're, it's impressed upon you that you should, you should not have sex with everybody and you should Mm -hmm. not, you should save yourself from marriage and all these ideas that we've, we've mentioned, but it, at the end of the day, it is like, you don't want to put, give it so much power that like, if you have sex with 30 people, two people or one person, it's just an act that you can choose whatever you want to do. Don't allow society to impress upon you the right thing to do. 
Air quotes. You hear them? <laughs> yeah, so I'd have to disagree with you there. <laughs> More specifically to the idea that sex is just sex. Because I think the idea that sex is just sex is you putting your idea of what sex is mm. and saying that this is right and that you should not give it the power that, uh, that society has said that you should. Mm. I think for me personally, what I would say is that sex is what it is to you yeah so for some That's a people, better way to say it right clearly i'm not good with words no but, learn that but to some people <laughs> sex is you know i could be on grinder and i could hook up with this guy tonight and you know we can fuck and we can suck and we can do all the things and <laughs> the i'll things. get up tomorrow and do it again with someone else where there are other people who and you know this is me i don't judge the person who can do the grinder thing but i can't do the grinder thing because for me sex is tied up into a lot of emotional mm. Um, cues and mm-hmm. you know I, I think of it as being something that you know I want to do with someone who I have a deep connection, connection. or feelings with yeah. and that's not everyone's story and that's fine I think that we just need to move into an era and especially with the current climate nowadays yes. in Washington DC <laughs> where we allow people to do what is good for them as long as mm-hmm. they're not hurting other people yeah. yes. get your cherry popped as soon or as late as right. you like. or as late as you want maybe you don't yeah. feel like you're ready for sex at 20 or 25 or whatever the age is it's like do you but understand an orgasm is a very important person to me and (laughs) orgasms are awesome (laughs) i mean you know i feel like just as an aside (laughs) i feel like you described mike and i because like i think mike you have to have more feelings than i do in sex and i just want you to fuck me and choke me and like I don't want you to stay and talk like I don't need that let's just do it like I take off your shirt like yeah. uh, and I I don't know if it's PC to say but I, I often say that I'm I'm like a chick when it comes to sex that I, that I, I have to have a connection feelings huh. before I, I want to go there I got feelings and, about his dick and it's I want it inside of me which is so funny beautiful and about... it's funny because I'm sitting here and I'm like well I'm more like you yeah. Yeah. but that's and so beautiful these two are more alike <laughs> yeah. and it's like it, there's a thread that's being weaved yeah. and I, I see it totally yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I feel the, the same way it's like the feelings but the beautiful thing about indi- like individual experience is it truly is your experience right True. Yes. you choose when you want your your cherry popped True. <laughs> and whether it's with a woman with a man with yourself with whomever whatever well not whatever we don't want to condone anything outside of human <laughs> humans <laughs> <laughs> don't, have, don't have sex with trees. <laughs> Live adult humans. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't have sex with trees. Do they have feelings? They might. I'm just saying the bark is the problem, not the livelihood of. Because the... like if you fuck with the root of a tree, it dies. So yeah, it has feelings. It's gonna live. Um... Okay. It got real deep. <laughs> <laughs> just like it will with that tree. Yeah. Um, you fuck a tree in the middle of the forest and no one hears it. <laughs> Did you really fuck a tree? Did you really come? Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, fuck it out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. With yourself? <laughs> you know, or with so, a partner. But also, there's so many toys these days that will stimulate some sort of orgasm for you. There's what is it called? A pussy, a pocket pussy. Right. And then the question is, so then if you haven't had sex, but you've penetrated yourself with a dildo or you've used a quote unquote pocket pussy, are you a virgin? 
I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care. <laughs> if we have totally lifelike cyborgs in the future and they fuck you, yes, they're not a person. Are you are a virgin? virgin? That feels like, hey, that feels like a TV show. These are existential questions. That feels like religious. a really good TV. We're like brainstorming some really good HBO specials. I, I think I brought Kyle. <laughs> I had it all figured out. I knew that virginity is a progression, not a moment. And then you just ruined it at the very end. Jesus Christ. Gayish. We ruined it. Um, oh, hilarious. Hey, Mike, do, do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah. Do you want to take a break? Absolutely. Yeah, say fine. it. I need to go. I need to go. <laughs> Bio break. Bio, no, say, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah. yeah right now. <laughs> Great. Break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're back. We're all back together. Everyone's back. We're all in this. We made it back to the table. We are going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest. But first, he said, he said, what do people need to know to find you? Oh, this is amazing. I'll let Ray go because I love when he talks. Yes. So it is He Said, He Said Pod. And um, you can find us um, on iTunes. He says he he said he said pod um, SoundCloud. Also, he said he said pod. Oh, the interesting thing is we do have um, playlists on Spotify. Even though our pod isn't on Spotify, yeah, we do have playlists because we let lo- we love music and we talk music a lot. So at he said he said pod on Spotify, and you'll find our playlists. At he said he said pod on Twitter. So if you haven't noticed, there is a trend. It's there he said he said pod. There really is a trend. And before. <laughs> <laughs> what we love for do we love subscriptions we love followers we also love dms so slide yes. through our dms um but be respectful that we are married okay but it's fine we love people to have opinions um so yeah find us listen to us yes. and make fun of us yes and, and thank you guys again for having us oh yeah absolutely. yeah definitely and so much fun. you forgot the most important thing which oh. is we're going to be on your podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That the is the most important thing is about most, me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Are you the only child? Yeah. No, I'm the youngest of two. Uh, oh, youngest. Youngest. Makes I'm sense. the oldest. <laughs> um, but I recently discovered all my feelings. So oh. um, You had an awakening? Yep. A, an cool. emotional awakening, uh, which is a circle. different kind of virginity. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're going to be on two Wednesdays from now on the 21st. Yes. 21st. Yes. Yeah, so, live and full effect. Yeah. yeah. So Exciting. Check us out. Out there yes. we're gonna get real gay it's real gonna gay. be a moment it's gonna be really good we're gonna force these two to talk pop culture yeah <laughs> we actually you'll okay. find out just how little i know <laughs> it, y'all said you don't normally talk sex yeah we don't normally talk pop culture yes. look at that pushing us outside of our boxes <laughs> with full consent of obviously yes, 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 yes always um for us for us, our website is gayishpodcast.com. All of our social media, including Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, is at Gayish Podcast. Uh, we have a hotline. You can leave us voicemails or text messages. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And we have been... Since you put the request out there, we got dick pics. We, we're getting. Oh my yeah. god! Getting, I have to explain to Jack. <laughs> I can't even deal with that. I have to, oh no! I have to explain to my boyfriend Jack, yeah. who's my boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, I know you're my boyfriend, and I know I'm looking at dick pics, but this is someone that it's. This is a listener, so I, I have to this. look at his dick. <laughs> Here it is, Jack. Do you like look? Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, I anyway. love that. It that's would be hilarious. disrespect if you didn't look at exactly. it. Exactly. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Unread <laughs> messages are basically a slap in the face. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
A <laughs> um, couple of programming notes. We will be at the Hawthorne Lounge in Portland, Oregon on November 10th. That's just coming up in a couple of days after this mm-hmm. episode. Posts. Oh, fuck. You can go to pdxpodfestival.com <laughs> slash tickets. We will be on at 7, 10 p.m. on Saturday, November 10th. Hey, Mike, the other thing, yeah. do you want to? off pod do you want to do you want to talk about like maybe plan that or figure out what we're going to do or maybe i mean worst case scenario we'll drive and sleep in the jeep and we'll be fine okay okay um and then uh we are already getting some hundredth episode questions in (laughs) love them some of them are fantastic please continue to send those in this is episode 92 (laughs) yeah nice and uh for our for our hundredth episode we are going to answer cues with our a's so (laughs) (laughs) let's do our gays and straightest let's do our gays and straightest um do either of y'all want to go first? I guess this is Ray again. I'll, I guess I'll start. Okay. Oh, dear. Um, this so is the sound of drunk. I just, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> comma. Don't that be rude. Is your comma. Period. <laughs> um, so um, the gayest thing um, of the past week probably would be that Wicked um, <gasps> special that was on. <laughs> Do you like Wicked? Uh, yeah. I oh, was really? confused. I would not see you as a musical person. I have I, seen Wicked four times. I uh, love, wow. I know, don't get me wrong, I love Wicked. Wicked's great. Once in New York and Idina oh Menzel oh, still play. Really? Wait, you oh, saw Idina yeah. Menzel on Wicked? That'd be amazing. She's an icon. Oh, Talk about an icon. I'm so that jealous. <laughs> but they had a special on TV where like they had people and like uh, Kristen Chenoweth did sing one or so two did songs Adina. and Adina sang Defying Gravity. I think she yes. might have been sick. She didn't really defy gravity in her <laughs> performance. <laughs> You're so um, shady. But it, 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 that definitely was the gayest thing of the past week where I was just kind of like, um, this is interesting. I don't know. Was it a milestone like year? I don't. I was confused. It was as to 15 why. years. It's been 15 oh, years. Okay, since there you go. On that makes me feel old. Yes, we actually discussed <laughs> that. We were years. watching it because you were like, "How old is Adina Menzel? How old is Christian? Kristen?" And you, we had the whole conversation. And they're both were, actually like, um, Kristen Chen with a 76 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, you're not far off. She's 50 something. She's like 52. Yeah. And she five foot negative. Exactly. Three. Yeah. <laughs> and she does so not tiny. look that age at She's all. So tiny. She looks yeah. amazing. She sounded great, um, but it was just kind of interesting to me because they had like people. Let us see is someone who we love. She's like the soul singer, and her inclusion was kind of weird. Yeah, but she with, sounded really good. And she sang with Adam Lambert. Yeah, and they sounded great together. But that was definitely my my it was gayest thing of the week. Okay. My straightest thing. I think I'm gonna have to go back further, and I'm gonna have to inject a little bit of politics into this yeah. and I'm gonna so say is politics straight and then I'm gonna say that <laughs> the straightest thing of the past year that has happened has been Mr. <laughs> it's gonna have to be okay. the Supreme Court nomination oh. and then mm-hmm. actual approval that happened which okay. is not cool but that was the gay. That's the straightest thing that's happened for me in the mm. past year. Which right. For sure, it would be all that privilege, white privilege, mm-hmm. straight privilege, mm-hmm. all of it. Kavanaugh being actually confirmed to the Supreme Court. It's scary for me, and I'll leave it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a. Good it's like one. a. It's that's like a, a ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 struggle. Uh, so my Jay. gayest thing is waking up every day. <laughs> True story. True story. I wake up every day and I'm a homosexual. No one has said that and I love it so much. <laughs> that is the gayest thing I've ever done. Uh, the straightest thing I've ever done, I would say um, there are some weekends where we don't have anything planned and I don't shower for the day. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, we might be on the same wavelength. Yeah. To me. Any- like, if I'm not having intercourse, fuck that. <laughs> Anything gross oh, is automatically straight, dude. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, because it's all about Dusty this. dick. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> Who's dusty? The dick. He's on my list. <laughs> no, like, that's, the- and that's funny, because, like, that's the stereotype is gay people that are supposed to be so clean yeah, and virgins. And, and, and <laughs> that's not full circle. <laughs> but no, we're full not, circle like, is not virgin. <laughs> <laughs> we're pure. We're clean. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're unused. Oh, that is hilarious. Mm. <laughs> not shower. So that's God. that's my gayest and straightest. <laughs> is my gayest thing just being so turned on by the word unused? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Opposite. Used. Used. Or I don't know which one. <laughs> one of those words gets me very aroused. That'll be my. <laughs> I I just want to be. You know. Oh. Well, no, it's I don't probably wanna... used. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't want to give away my happy ending that's going to be on your. Oh yeah, show. yeah. Happy endings, love happy endings. Okay, I'm so uh, maybe I'm going to change my happy ending because I want to say like I I maybe my case thing is like I made um, a group of a gaggle of gays uh, rewatch uh, or I rewatched um, Ali Wong Baby Cobra. Mm. So great, so good, Baby and, Cobra. Oh my god, stand up special by woman that is seven and a half months pregnant. Oh. Oh my gosh. And she's Asian, talks about that a lot, talks about like being, it's so funny. Anyway, one of my favorite lines of hers, talking about liking being like abused and like, oh my. And while she's getting fucked and she said, I like about choking, she's like, I don't want to die, but I don't, want to know that I'm going to live. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my gayest thing. My straightest thing is that, oh, this, I, I don't, I don't know. I might be, I feel guilt, very guilty about this. I told Jack, my parents, the biggest problem they're going to have with him is he has a really gay voice. And uh, that's you not told a, him that? Yeah. You know, there's a documentary about that. Yeah. Do oh I sound gay? Do I, I sound gay? Have y'all watched that? Yes. I, I watched part of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched it's part of it. Um, <laughs> it was fabulous. No, you're no, shaming you sh- me right now. No, you should watch it. it you're part of the problem, Jay. It's actually very interesting. I'm ignoring him. Um, that's the key to successful relationship is ignoring the other no, person. No, selective hearing. It's not full ignorance, um, bitch. I would say ignoring. Um, I'd argue that it's ignoring. It's but it's actually an interesting documentary um, about they interview gay and straight men that have... Um, either deep voices or hmm. um, high-pitched voices right. or femme or voices. Or effeminate voices, right. Um, and they're on both ends of the spectrum, whether it's a high-pitched voice and he's straight mm-hmm. or a low voice um, and a masculine. It doesn't mean uh, low, though, because your voice is not high-pitched, but I would argue uh, that your voice is gay. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I would say it's gay-ish. No judgment. Oh, no judgment. I love it. Um, I, like, I was not placing any judgment on it. No. It's just, I know that's going to happen. I know mm-hmm. that's they're going to be their immediate reaction. I know they're going to love him. Yeah. And see how happy he makes me. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Uh, so the straightest thing about me this week, um, Kyle and I, I'm not sure when it's going to drop but mm-hmm. we rewrote the lyrics to bohemian rap i saw this on your was this on your insta story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we did the whole song and we've recorded it i'm in the process of editing it oh i'm just not, i'm not sure if it's gonna if we're gonna actually it's release it or not out by now or not. oh yeah yeah but um when we were recording it it's bohemian rhapsody 
every single time that it gets to the bridge and it's the instrumental yeah. and then it's like the big solo on the guitar yeah. like just all the air drumming yeah. so much air drumming yeah. to that song and I just it just some air drumming air guitar and air drumming those are very those straight. are very straight yeah. <laughs> right yeah. um the other thing, um, the gayest thing about me this week, so I'm turning 40. Cheers and, to that. Uh, mm-hmm. If anybody is interested... In fucking... Uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle and I and a whole shitload of my friends, gay and straight, are going to be in Wendover, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Wendover. It's, it's about 90 miles <laughs> west like of Salt Lake City. Over. It's like, oh, Bendover. <laughs> yes. Yes. My dad calls it Bendover because oh, he thinks it's funny that when they take the they, when they take your money that you're Wait. getting fucked. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I think it's called Bendover because I want some dick. Uh, so we're going to have two theme nights while I'm there. One of them is just we're going to dress formal and go have steak dinner because that's what I want to do because it's, you know, a gambling environment. <laughs> when in doubt, eat meat. But the other one, everyone has to come dressed as 1978. Oh. oh that's, I and love the that. gayest thing about me this week oh my is my gosh. shoes. Yeah. Oh, oh my shoes. God. I love that. What pants yes. are you wearing? Ziggy Stardust Oh my God. Pumps. Pants also to match. Oh, we should describe. So the shoes, well, who wants to describe? I would say they're, they're, a, they're an Oxford lace-up um, <laughs> with, with a, a platform. With a platform and a chunky heel, I would say heel. a two-inch platform, a four-inch yes. heel. Yes, um, it has stars. It's very yes. Bowie-esque. Um, so I There's, would say 1978 will be all over your feet. Glitter, <laughs> glitter covering the front half. The yeah. pants aren't they like oh. bell bottoms and glitter? Yeah, uh, I'll show you the pants. That's fine. Yeah, that's the year um, before I was born, which, which makes sense because that's the year oh, you were yeah. born. Yeah. Oh my god, we did it. Quick, oh, quick preview. Oh, my, my 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 gayest thing next week is going to be your description of my shoes. <laughs> uh, those are my pants. Oh, this is perfection. Fitted through the just so everyone's listening. I'm giving you a visual. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're fitted through the thigh um, with a slight um, kick out at the knee, which will showcase the stars on his um step wait but what's going on in the waist that, that is a, it's gonna be a pull it looks like it might be a pull-on with maybe um so it'll be easy for him to whip his dick out for you to have moments oh. boy is it hugging that ass is like, it up here or is it not no I, it's more of like a higher rise um it's, high it's, rise but not um yeah it's not okay. high it's men's high rise is yeah. about it, it's gonna be a rise at the um the, I would say what are they, Navel? I would say, just reference AG's fit that's what it looks like so <laughs> AG's the brand okay I didn't understand what you okay. dad <laughs> fit dad <laughs> fit with a little homosexual sugar oh on top my God. If, if this encourages people to come to my birthday in Wendover Nevada at the end of the month, my mom is going to be oh, there yeah. and, and she's so basically anyone that sees him in his pants they're going to tell him to bend over and wend over <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah Ma from uh, Mom Splaining yes. will be be there she will oh mom i love i love your mom she will <laughs> mom explain all day to you if you if you want it so so i tried these on because they came the other day uh-huh. my roommate said your mom's gonna see your dick <laughs> <laughs> but now, now i'm intrigued what's the top is oh, it like God. flouncy and like um, like a little like Justin. moment is there gonna be like? Is there gonna be like taco meat coming out? Like what's happening? <laughs> I'm that's not. What total, I call. I'm not totally sold on it because of the way it fits, but that's the top. Oh, that's a moment oh. though. But you should wear like with with your chest showing a little so bit. So that's the problem. I unbutton it down like three buttons, yeah. and it's still because of the way that it's cut doesn't open. Oh, you should. You should. Uh. You could steam it. 
I or think like, that's ooh, fine if yeah. you if, or like, like iron it, press iron it a little. Or I even love if the it's coordination like, with the shoes. Yeah, it, the even if you just like open it up in the pictures and like hold it open, it could be definitely. I don't a moment. think it needs to be like wide open. I think it could be unbuttoned and that's yeah, just open enough. Oh yeah, are you so wearing a wig or anything see. or just the these sunglasses? Shit. I should wear a wig because you should wear a wig. Hair was super long. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah your hair is not appropriate. If you're gonna commit, commit. Yeah, yeah. And then wear like, but then also, are you gonna wear like? Are you gonna wear like? Obviously, those pants are not very forgiving. Like you're gonna have to not wear underwear or wear a jock strap. Yep, jock strap all the okay, way. So I think that should be glitter as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, do I have a glitter jock strap? I don't. You can but find there's one. Time. I'm sure Amazon has. Amazon I mean, Prime can okay. save can my you ass. Or, or if <laughs> anyone wants to give Mike a gift, <laughs> now you know. Uh, he'll prime the address. Yes. There'll be a locker somewhere in Seattle yes. that you can drop it off at. Oh, true. Um, we need to wrap this. Yeah, that's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie. Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to Rain J for being here. We oh, really appreciate you, it. Check out this the He so Said fun. He Said podcast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, big thank you to Johnny Bravo for all of... <laughs> just causing all of my, what is it, genetic material yeah. to just flow through my body. And I want to th- we should also thank the washing machine for all the rags, socks, <laughs> and everything else that we experience. <laughs> we don't give it credit for all the work oh, it yeah. does. You're right. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I remember yeah. those days. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Today, <laughs> so long ago. This the- has been Gayish. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. In Portland. Oh. Bye, you guys. Bye. And hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way. hear what your words bring oh